Hi guys, Russell here. Uh, this is the latest in my series of posts where I sort of look at the carding world, which uh, I, I explore through my son's efforts uh, and try and think about them from a sort of investment perspective. And I've come up, I think, with the sort of uh, slightly provocative title of Is Lawrence Stroller Kaiser Soze? Uh, for, you, for those of you who don't know, Kaiser Soze was a character from the 1999 1995 film Usual Suspects and was an infamous gangster. Um, I'll talk about that a little bit more, but you know, one of the things I'm trying to work out is trying to understand exactly what Lawrence Stroll uh, is doing with his investment in um, Aston Martin. Now, the investment case for uh, Aston Martin is very straightforward. It's an iconic car, car brand. Uh, you know, everyone should know that you know, Aston Martin uh, is what James Bond drives. He, it's been a recurring theme since the 60s in James Bond films. Uh, and so, you know, it's this very, very uh, iconic, strong car brand. Now, the problem is, over the years, it's had a series of, what well, I would say, relatively weak uh, managements. And so the, the, the company itself is actually chronically loss-making um, and has been very loss-making since 2011. And it was IPO'd into the FTSE market uh, in 2018. And from initial investors into the IPO have lost uh, over 90% of their capital. Uh, and because it's loss-making, it's near numerous injections of new investors. And so they've sold more and more shares so from uh, initial uh, IPO uh, had 95 million shares. Today it has over 700 million shares. So even though the share price has fallen, it still has quite, by a FTSE stance, quite a substantial market cap. Now, the reality is the investment opportunity in Aston is very easy. It's a brand that could be, if managed well and done well, could be on a par with Ferrari. I mean, maybe McLaren is more, no, Ferrari is probably more, the natural comparison with it. And Ferrari uh, is worth, you know, a cool $55 billion. Uh, and Now, Ferrari is a bigger company, has bigger sales, but that's because it's more successful. But, you know, even on a sort of, sort of classic valuation perspective, Ferrari is clo trading at close to 10 times sales, while Aston Martin is at, at two times sales. So for, uh, you know, for me, when I look at what, first looked at what Lawrence Stroll was doing by investing into Aston Martin. I think here's a guy who comes from a luxury background. He's going to buy buy into Aston Martin, develop it, make it a new Ferrari and reap huge, huge returns from it. Um, and it was key that he be involved because he does have a sort of luxury band, brand uh, background, uh, understands uh, you know how you can do that and can ha has the capital and the long-term view viewpoint to make that work. Um, and so, you know, he's been buying, uh, building up a stake in Aston Martin since 2020, a uh, low price. Uh, it's had a big rally this year. So he may well be uh, making money on this investment. There was definitely a period last year, I'd say in 2022, where he was probably flat losing money. Uh, there's been a lot of rights issues. It's a little bit hard to work out exactly what his all-in cost into Aston Martin is, but uh, to you know, to me, you know, he's probably making money on the Aston Martin investment alone. 
The problem is, and this is the big problem and why I talk about Kaiser Sorsi and other stuff, is that, you know, he, uh, Lawrence Stroll is obviously not invested in Aston Martin purely to make money. Um, if you look at how he's been involved in his son, who's an F1 driver, Lance Stroll's uh, career, you know, it's reportedly, I've taken this off Wikipedia, reportedly he paid $80 million to to Williams to get Lance in to his first drive uh, in Formula 1 in 2017. And it's very common. We've seen that a number of other dri- drivers have paid substantial amounts of money to get a drive. Uh, Mazepan, uh, you know, was, I think some people say he paid $50 million to get a drive of Haas. Uh, so it's very common for, uh, you know, the sons of deep-pocketed uh uh, businessmen uh, or women, businessmen normally, uh, to pay to get a drive in F1. So that's, that's who he said he was paying a million. I think what happened was he paid his a million to Williams. Williams was never going to get anywhere near uh, becoming an F1, uh, never going to compete at the top of the, uh, of the race, you know, be, never be close to winning an F1 race, never be even close to, uh, absolutely impossible for them to, give Lance Stroll a, a driver's championship. So what we're then seeing is Lawrence, before he got involved in Aston Martin, uh, bought out Force India, which which bankrupt, re, renamed it Racing Point, has done a deal with Mercedes, who I think is an investor into Aston Martin as well, got better engines and has made that a far better uh, racing team. It was then that he then went out and purchased uh, a controlling stake in Aston Martin and has been combined the racing point uh, F1 team into Aston Martin to create what looks like a very compelling business opportunity. If he can elevate the Aston, Aston Martin uh, F1 team into a big team like a Ferrari, like a Red Bull or a Mercedes, then he can then build the brand and make Aston Martin sort of marquee brand that people pay very large money amounts of money to buy like they do for Ferrari. So, but here is a question, you know, is he trying to build a Ferrari or is he trying to get Lance Stroll to have a, a driver's championship? And the thing is, he can do the first, but he can't do the second. And what I mean by that is it is possible to buy a manufacturing championship. So, you know, take Red Bull. Red Bull uh, entered Formula One in 2005. And the reason they entered was that they were very desperate to move Red Bull away from a, a rave nightclub drink uh, or a, a all-night truck driving drink to a sort of a healthy brand. Then they decided sports was the way to do that. The F1 was going to be a sport for them. Now, it costs you at least sort of around $300 million, uh, to run an F1 team. You need loads of other investments as, as well, but it, it's a very large expense to run an F1 team, and there's no guarantee you're going to get any money on that. Uh, and the way Red Bull looked at it is this was part of their marketing expense for a firm that is worth you know, billions and billions. And that, for them, was worthwhile. And so even though Red Bull came with no background, it has become the, one, of, the, you know, one of, the, of only five teams to have won more than two uh, F1 championships and, and, you know, uh, without having any experience in building cars before. You know, in fact... Red Bull became so uh, successful winning from 2010 uh, through to 2013. I think they were the impetus for a lot of changes, which then allowed Mercedes to win uh, seven in a row. 
Uh, you know, so Red Bull was super successful. Um, but the problem is, even though you can buy a manufacturing champion, it doesn't look like you can buy a driver's championship. So you look at what Lawrence Stroll's done. He's bought a great team. He's got a great engine. Uh, and what he's done is then brought in very good former world champion drivers into uh, Aston Martin. First was Vettel, and now it's Alonso. Both of them are, you know, are close to, or Vettel has retired. You think Alonso has retired, but has come back. You know, I think what his vision where there was older drivers who knew what they were doing that could help Lance. And you, you know, and as someone who's been in, you know, in most, you know, watch my son doing motorsport, you can be guaranteed that Lance Stroll's car is as good as either, or was as good as either Vettel's or Alonso's. No mechanic on on an Aston Martin team would even dream of giving inferior uh, products or giving the the second best pro, uh, engine to to Lance. That would be a career-ending decision. Without question. So you know Lance has a great car. And what Alonso has done this year is he is he is behind the, the dominant Red Bull. Red Bull's been very dominant this season. Alonso's been a strong third. And it's the best performance he's had since 2013. So the car is definitely a competitive, podium-getting, potentially even race-winning car. Yeah, and the, But the problem is that, you know, with Alonso doing so well, Aston Martin should be second in this in the champion manufacturer's title. There isn't because Lance Stroll is sort of ninth in the title, ninth in uh, driver's points. So, you know, the reality is he can't, I don't think he can, you, you just can't buy uh, a driver's championship. So here's a question. Is Lawrence Stroll Kaiser Soze? And what I mean by Kaiser Soze is as in the movie Usual Suspects was describing, Kaiser Soze was this sort of mafia boss and he was blackmailed by some other sort of mafia and they threatened to kill his family unless he backed out and gave them their business. And what this Kaiser Soze did, instead of giving up his business, he actually killed his own family and then said to these guys, this is it. For me, business has been more important than family and I will do whatever it takes to make it. And he then, you know, and that was the sort of defining characteristic of Kaiser Sose. Family was nothing to him. It was all about success. Um, and so, you know, I'm looking at, at Aston Martin. I'm wondering, you know, you've got Lawrence Stroll here, super successful, you know, worth $4 billion. It's definitely made it as a very accomplished businessman. The question is, is he Kaiser Sose? Is he willing to dump Lance Stroll and you know, hire, I think, you know, an obvious exa- obvious drive to hire would be George Russell. Perfectly lean into the, the James Bond brand, would definitely be a huge boost to the brand, would definitely, uh, you know, make uh, uh, Aston Martin a far more competitive in the, in the manufacturing and driver's championship and would be great boost for the business. Is he willing to do that? Now, uh, you know, as a Karin parent, I've talked to a couple other Karin parents who've helped me with this. Thank you, uh, Travis and Nikki, for all your help. Um, you know, a Karin, as a Karin parent, even though I'm not a billionaire, I couldn't do it. There's no way I could do that to my son. But like I said, I'm not a billionaire. And m- but my guess is your, as good as your guess. If you think Lawrence Stroll is willing to, to beat Kaiser Sose, then I think Aston Martin looks really interesting 
uh, with you know very interesting uh, potential play. But if he isn't in a rising interest rate environment, maybe I think to me it looks too risky uh, because you don't know how much more money or how more uh, risk he's willing to take to try and achieve some sort of driver's championship for his son. Anyway, uh, slightly different topic, but still finance related. Hope you find it interesting. Uh, any questions or complaints, drop me an email. All right, stay, stay safe. Take care. Ciao.